Hello and welcome to Yours Mentally, a podcast that discusses issues that we all have on our mind but are too afraid to speak on. Our podcast is a safe space for anyone who wants to discover more about and improve their mental well-being. On today's episode of Self Care, we have with us Ankita Jagtiani, who is an internationally certified life and youth leadership coach who focuses on coaching teenagers, students going into the workforce, young entrepreneurs. and young teens to inculcate life skills that help them bring out their best potential by engaging in personal and professional development she started her practice after spending 5 years in the events and hospitality industry where she studied behavior patterns that created an apathetic work culture and seized great workers from reading their highest potential and adopting a leadership mindset she works with individuals marketing agencies law firms to add value to their mid level and senior level management we're so happy to have you ankita so what is self care um so self care is one of the most important relationship that we have and it's uh, with ourselves so it's about being compassionate to ourselves intentionally so caring for our mental and or physical health in order for us to blossom you spoke about uh, we just spoke about self care what it what it is uh, but there are a lot of myths present about self care and would you like to bust any of them there are um tons of myths i wish you're right um there are tons but i would just like to address the top 3 myths from my list um so the first one is that self care doesn't help now often people say it doesn't help but what i feel is if you go in and indulge in self care with a blocked mind and decide not to allow the positive effects into your system or into your life it's not going to help what self care actually can do and how it can actually help is that it can help you um, introspect it can lead to self awareness which helps you build a positive and healthy relationship with yourself and it also helps you boost your self confidence your self esteem and helps you remain mentally and physically healthy so that was that was one the second one that i i hear a lot is that you know time spending uh, spending time in self care is usually very time consuming and it's also expensive um so a very common myth is that we didn't have time today self care takes up so much of our time it's very expensive self care is time consuming and expensive is not a fact it's an excuse so let's look at how much time we actually need um 5 minutes or 10 minutes to begin with so 5 minutes of meditation or three sets of crunches or even just 5 minutes of breathing exercises that's a great start and what does it cost you nothing um so and the third one is that self care is selfish now when we prioritize ourselves over others even for a brief moment sometimes we feel guilty don't we um so we conveniently let go of our me time or our self care time which is very essential for our well being now let's understand when you're selfish your actions will benefit you at the cost of others but here that's not the case here we are speaking about care and compassion towards ourselves which harms no one it only benefits us okay so previously you had mentioned that no one has time to practice self care they're all occupied with their day to day work 
So we often have to multitask to complete our work. What is your view on multitasking and does it lead us to being less mindful? Uh, that's a very good question, Tanisha. Now for me, multitasking is an illusion of getting more than one task done at a time. It definitely leads to being less mindful of our actions. So let's look at this. While multitasking, our efficiency can actually drop by as much as 40%. And our brain is unable to fairly divide the attention to more than one task. So it's, it by default is trained to give more attention to a particular task which is more appealing. So while focusing on multiple tasks, as per a, repo, a report um, that was published by Howard, it takes on an average about 15 minutes to reorient ourselves to the primary task. So, um, for example, if you're watching a 10 minute TED talk and you're typing an email, you can take even up to 40 minutes to actually listen to that talk. That means you end up spending four times the amount of time on that one video only because you were focused on typing the email, which maybe took you 30 minutes to write instead of 10 minutes. So multitasking, I just feel has become a habit for a lot of people. Um, so what I want is for everyone listening to think of a time where you ended up spending more time than you should have only because you want focused on doing just one activity. Uh, okay, so similar, similarly, similar to multitasking, uh, grind culture is very prevalent today, right? Everyone is just saying all work, no play. So do you think it's important to embrace this grind culture in order to be successful? And uh, how do you think it affects our mental health? Um, so grind culture, which is uh, also commonly known as um, living in the hustle, will only bring you short-term success. Now, it focuses on quantity, that is um, actually spending longer work hours uh, over quality, which is actually spending maybe few hours but productively so in fact your hustle or your grind culture usually looks at the time spent as a metric of success now if we see one side of the spectrum there are companies that embrace the grind culture um, and in those companies we see a high attrition rate especially with the millennials joining the workforce um, only because it's physically and mentally not possible for employees to survive and they often um, say a few months down the line, few months down the hustle or grind, they end up needing a break. Now, does this have a negative effect on our mental health and physical health? Yes, of course. So as per researches in the last five years, we've seen a rise in symptoms of depression by about 39% among um, Gen Z employees. While millennials experienced uh, an increase of 24%. But let's look at the other side of the spectrum as well. There are companies that have been attempting to move away from this hustle or grind culture and are more focused on, uh, are now more focused on their teams and on work-life balance. Um, so recently, I a couple of months back, actually, I was just speaking with a client of mine and uh, uh, you know, uh, we were discussing certain themes to uh, conduct for his team. And I shared some themes on professional development. And he came back to me and he said, you know what, right now, what I want to do is focus on the mental well-being of my team. 
right now we have tough tough times they are facing these challenges this is what we need to uh, focus on we look at professional development later so what i see is uh, we are seeing a change it's very slow very very slow but i guess slowly and steadily we will um, get there and get out of the hustle culture okay so you had said that there are differences in percentages and numbers of rising depression between millennials and gen z so do you think age plays a factor in the amount of self care we need and how does it differ across ages so we all need self care now how much depends from person to person and it also um, it depends from person to person across various age groups where age actually um i don't see a difference between how much self care is required between gen z and millennials but if we look at a wider age gap age does become a factor because when you're younger you have no compulsion to focus on say your health so you don't and that's where a lot of us go wrong um so for example if you're aware that you genetically have the chances uh, the chance to get diabetes you can start taking care of yourself at an earlier age you can start with reducing your sugar intake or only focusing on having natural sugar basically keeping a track of your health from a younger age now as you grow older say you're 40 plus you've got diabetes you've got uh, an obesity problem or you're 30 plus you're feeling extremely depressed now what you don't you feel like you have no purpose now taking care of yourself becomes a compulsion why because you didn't start earlier so it no more becomes about we need to work out because we want to or we need to eat healthy because we want to now it's more of a question of i have to so indulging in self care from a younger age is like building a wellness piggy bank for yourself it's extremely important to start young okay so you said that uh, different people need different amount of time dedicated to self care but uh, considering that the younger generations now spend most of the time on social media do you think that taking time off from social media will actually help uh, help one help a person um i think it depends on the type of user you are do you feel connected being on social media do you are you only spending say the 30 minutes every day on social media or is social media making you feel disconnected from everyone around you is it making you feel uh, uh, you know is it impacting you negatively now let's let's look at the second um instance where we say we feel disconnected despite being on social media we feel disconnected with our real world now mostly people overuse it and if you're one of them a social media cleanse will definitely benefit you not only mentally but also physically and there are a few reasons for it now um the first one being social media is extremely addictive and we've all been there right let's let's just check stories but what happens before before going to bed i think a lot of us have that habit we'll just check our um, instagram stories one last time before sleeping but we end up scrolling for hours so it ruins our sleep pattern and what does this do you you've lost a few hours this time that you've lost has given you no value so a cleanse will definitely help you sleep better which means you'll wake up more fresh which means you'll be more productive and so on 
um another reason here is that social media um with social media you're constantly distracted often because your multitasking includes social media so now being distracted can be extremely harmful to what to your real relationships around you which are which are your real relationships offline so for example you're speaking on your you know you're talking on the phone with a friend they're on loudspeaker but what are you doing you're scrolling through instagram and not actually listening to them so here a cleanse will allow you to be more present in real conversation and lastly we feel very anxious if we can't check our phones so as our eyes open in the morning we need to check our phone that's the first thing um so what we should do here is practice keeping our phone away for at least an hour every day this will allow you to be a part of a lot more experiences in life that you currently might be missing because you're distracted say you go say you go meet uh, meet your friends or you're on a family vacation what are you doing you're too busy uploading stories instead of actually being present and enjoying your moments together i think that is one answer we can all relate to and implement so in conclusion what self care activities can we indulge in um i can give you a list here um so you can exercise you can meditate you can play an instrument you can dance if you like you can read uh focus on your self talk breathe introspect anything but here we can't use a one size fits all approach so what i would like you to do is answer these two questions for yourself that will help you understand what activity you should start indulging in so the first question is what is one thing in your personal life that if you start focusing on now will he- really help you in the long run and two what is that one thing that you enjoy doing that makes you feel truly alive so answering these two questions for yourself will actually help you understand what is that activity of self care that you would enjoy indulging in so these are some very important questions that we should definitely ask ourselves today everyone who's listening thank you for listening to this if you if you've reached till here and ankita thank you for being on this episode of that it really means a lot to all of us and my pleasure I, it was great being I, here i think it's, it's always a learning from both ends yes so everyone who's listening if you want to reach out to ankita if you have any question for her her instagram handle and her website is mentioned down below in the description if you want uh, you can feel free to reach out to her and i'm sure she's going to help you out because she's the sweetest person i've met in my life i'm not saying this just because she's on this episode i'm saying this genuinely she is the sweetest person i've met so thank you ankita and thank you for everyone who's listening thank you